You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Welcome, everyone. I'm so excited that you're joining us today for a very important topic. We're talking about purpose. It is the mid-year and the perfect opportunity to reevaluate your life, make new plans and move forward. And of course, we've got a very purposeful conversation on mission, purpose, living the life you want today with some amazing guests. And for those of you who don't know me, I'm Deborah Eckerling. I'm author of your goal guide and creator of the Dev Method for Goal Setting Simplified. I am a speaker, workshop leader, consultant who specializes in event outcome optimization. You can't reach your goals on your own. You need your community. You need your resources. And I'm all about helping people figure out what they want and how to get it. And every week I leave the Gold Tech Twitter chat. And then on Mondays, I bring in three friends to dive deeper into the topic. And then this will magically become an episode of the Dev Show podcast on Thursday. So whether you're watching live, the replay, listening, we're glad you're here choosing yourself and your goals and focusing on purpose. Anyway, yes, a mouthful, but <laughs> I'm Brand. It is me. A great group of guests today, and they all came via awesome people. So, you know, you can't beat that as well. We have Charles Curtis Thomas Jr., who came through our mutual friend Chris from Gatherly, and Randy Sablick, whose name I may or may not have pronounced correctly, that I met through David Roberts when I was a guest um, in your um, meetup, and then on Warrior vs. Zombie. And then Brooke Schiller and I met through the wonderful Innovation Women platform. And if you are a female speaker and you do not know Bobby Carlton and or Innovation Women, reach out. We will or reach out to Brooke. We will all gush. Um, and the thing, as I said before, we our wonderful leaders, consultants, um, experts have in common today is knowing the value of purpose. You. You can't get what you want unless you know what you want. But when and when you have that purpose, that fuel, it really is the best way to move forward. Um, I would love it now for my guests to introduce themselves. I was going to say better, but really introduce yourself beyond what I said, which is that you're awesome. So let's start with you, Charles. Welcome and thank you. I'm really glad to have you here. Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate the chance to talk a little bit here. Um, but yeah, evening, everyone. My name is Charles Curtis Thomas Jr. And I am one of the co-founders of the nonprofit Promoting Racial Awareness in Schools by shorthand known as Praise, um, which was founded a little over two years ago by um, one of my colleagues from undergrad who had Penn um, and I right at the start of the pandemic. Um, and we work with uh, middle school and high school students and faculty to educate them on topics of racial awareness and uh, racial literacy. So I'm sure we'll have some time to discuss it more over the course of the conversation, but um, directly relevant to now, you know, above everything else. You know, I'm a student that just recently graduated undergrad and has faced, you know, a lot of experiences that come with being a part of the quote unquote real world, which has required me to be very intentional about what I want my purpose to be, you know, on top of the goal setting and everything like that and uh, what I do with my time. But uh, thank you so much for having me. 
Well, thank you for being here. And yes, I know we're really started asking you about this um, backstage and no, no, wait, we're going to talk about this and we're going to let other people watch. So fantastic having you here. Randy, welcome. Hi, uh, my name is Randy uh, Glad to be here today. When Deborah asked me, we, we met on one of David Roberts, uh, I guess when he interviewed her. Uh, and so I'm really excited about being asked to be part of this today. Uh, I have spent my career as a turnaround executive. I was hired by different companies uh, to fix broken divisions, and I really enjoyed that. Uh, it obviously didn't start out first job that way, but uh, I had a really great career. I retired seven years ago, um, and I opened my consultant shingle, and I basically do the same thing. I help people who have underperforming businesses uh, or are struggling and um, I do that pro bono, so that's my payback. So I'm enjoying retirement, um, and I'm looking forward to today. And we could have just as easily had you on paying it forward. There you go. There you go. <laughs> but it, it really is a part, I think, something about knowing things, and I know that sounds really general, but when you know things, when you're passionate, um, giving back is almost like a natural thing because Absolutely. you want everybody to do better, be better, have better. Absolutely. I had mentors during my career who did exactly that for me. And so I'm paying them back. That's so lovely. Brooke. Hi. Great to see you. Welcome. Thank Can you. Please share who you are, why you're here and why purpose is Absolutely. so important. I mean, it seems like a no-brainer, but go ahead. It does, but we'll talk more about that. So um, I am the founder and principal of Insight Partners Consulting. I've been consulting and working in the area of organizational development and performance consulting for over 25 years and consulting as an independent solopreneur for over 16. I empower leaders at all levels, regardless of tenure or title to unlock their leadership prowess and ignite their career growth. And I work with large and small companies, um, startups to large global brands, and my Leading Without Limits program is already helping hundreds of leaders at all levels and those whose success depends on them to make a bigger impact today. So I'm super excited to be here today and talk and dig into the topic of purpose. Thanks for having me. Awesome, amazing. And I did kind of ask this, but I'm gonna ask it again in a different way because you know I can. Um, we can all agree purpose is important, but what is really the value? Can we dig in a little bit there? Uh, and Randy, do you wanna start us off? Well, I don't know if it's exactly an answer to the question, but I did make two lists uh, to answer the question of what is purpose. Uh, and if you'd like, I can go through them. They're not very long. Uh, would that be appropriate? Go ahead. Okay, so simple purposes would be things like make money, gain experience, be a stepping stone to a bigger position, and and be recognized. Some people just want to be recognized. So those are kind of just quickie, simple purposes. And then more complex purposes would be I have a mission. Um, I'm doing it because I want to, because of God. God inspired me. Uh, I want to make the world a better place. Uh, fame. Uh, if you're really an egotist, uh, you want to make a difference. I think I think Brooke uh, mentioned that. Uh, become a corporate executive. 
uh, and then to eventually own a company. So those would be more complex businesses. Um, and then everybody has their own purpose, and you start out with a purpose perhaps, and that purpose can change innumerable amount of times. I, I see nodding from both Charles and Brooke. So why don't why don't we go over to you, Charles? Yeah, I'm nodding because I really like, you know, kind of how Randy put it together there. I think the idea of purpose is very multifaceted, that it can't really just be confined in one space. I think it really depends on context, where you are in your life, where right. your passions and your goals are and everything. So I think it's it's truly multifaceted based off of, you know, what you want your own future goals to be, where you are currently and everything like that. So definitely agree with everything that Randy just threw out there. And, and for you, you found, well, and you're so young, and I mean that as a compliment, um, but discovering early on that you want to be making a difference, impacting others, is it just a how you've always been? Yeah, I, I would maybe say on some level for sure. I think um, kind of moving back to the idea of purpose, I think it has to be joined with some level of fulfillment, I would say. Um, and I would say personally that I find a lot of fulfillment in being able to give back to communities, you know, to help people that are in similar spots that I was in before. So I think I was able to find it early on by just taking those opportunities to sew back into my communities, whether it was being a, you know, a camp counselor, you know, a guidance counselor, a residential advisor, whatever it was, you know, any opportunity I could be to kind of be in those positions to help out, you know, younger generations, similar generations, people that are going through those things was where I said, yeah, like, this is kind of what I want to do, where I want to get with my purpose. So um, just kind of lining up all those things and help me reach that overall conclusion, I would say. Nice, nice, nice. Um, so Brooke, what do you think? Where do you find the value of purpose. Yeah, well, I've been nodding profusely because I agree with everything that's been said. And I, I think something that sometimes gets in the way of finding purpose is that we think it has to be what I call big P purpose, the big one, like the end of life, big purpose. When in reality, yes, we can find that, you know, early on or anytime in our life, but there's also something called the little P purpose that um, it works for our phase of life right now. It's, um, it's important to us, it drives us, and um, it can, as, as you heard Randy say, it can change and morph over time. And that's perfectly okay. We don't need to be locked into it. We don't need to be intimidated by something really uh, large, bigger than ourselves. Um, but the more time we spend thinking about it and crafting it and working on it throughout our lives, um, we can get greater clarity on it as we move through our different life events. I would say it's probably rare that somebody is born and at some point in their very formative years decide what their purpose is going yeah. to be. I'm saying it, it's not that it never happened, but it's probably rare, more rare than typical. Well, and it's also an evolution because I, you I could... I believe, you know, I always felt, you know, in my life, I was going to do something never quite knew. And that was the evolution um, for me. You know, it started with, I always just felt, you know, whatever I do in life, I wanted to make an impact, help others. And I think when we have gifts, when you're able to do that, it, it just, it lifts everybody up. Mm -hmm. You talked about Dave Roberts earlier, you know, in Dave's earlier, when he started the, the group, uh, we talk about mission and vision uh, and purpose it plays a very strong role 
in deciding what your you start out with a vision and the vision really has a purpose uh, and then when you create a mission all right that is the, your way to ultimately fulfill your purpose if, assuming it doesn't change but if it changes you just keep adjusting you, you jumped on my next question before I asked it, which I love. Well, so the D and the Deb method is determine your mission. You know, I'm all about. Well, yeah, I remember probably it's back in my brain from when you <laughs> did it at the group. Well, when you have the foundation and it is something that can change, but I, I believe that who you are as a human, that who you are is who you are. That those fundamental things that drive you um is one thing but the way that you you let it loose into the world is the other so what i was going to ask was and um you can jump in again randy or charles or brooke if you have thoughts on this is where does purpose fit in with the whole spectrum of mission vision etc i'm gonna i'm gonna let somebody else talk for a change I, I just I wanted I wanted to get this out before I forget because you said the word gifts as you were introducing this question, and I think that's my answer really. I um, I like to call them superpowers or gifts as you so eloquently stated, but often most of the time things that are already inside you are trying to give you those clues. So gifts, things that you do well, things that you enjoy, things that um, you love spending your time on, those are often can provide clues for what your purpose is or could be. And so I am a big proponent of looking inward um, and the gifts that you need are already inside you and it's how you cultivate those that is your next step. And that can often lead to, to answer your question, to then what is my mission and how do I want to live live that out? How do I want to achieve my purpose through looking at my gifts? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would definitely echo that. I would say that, you know, purpose, in my opinion, is really the foundation that should be informing your mission and your vision, right? I think a mission and a vision that isn't rooted on some level in what your purpose, your overall purpose is, isn't one that is, you know, had a lot of introspection, I would say, right? It's best to have that be the foundation, you know. Um, I think it, it follows through, you know, as we were saying earlier, what you're passionate about, right? You know, I think it's incredibly important to realize that, you know, purpose is normally a direct result of what you are passionate about, you know. Of course, there will be times where you might not have the skills readily in front of you to act on what your passions are. But I found that if you're truly, truly passionate about something, you know, you'll make a way, you'll make a provision to find a way to vicariously have those um, those passions come out to your purpose and what your overall actions are afterwards. I love all of the things. I feel like Randy wants to say something else. Am I accurate? Well, Randy always wants to say something else. <laughs> you'll get to know me, you'll know that. Um, yeah, in fact, I don't know if any of you are familiar, there is a book uh, entitled The Purpose Driven Life. Um, and so for those of you who know that, you know, it, it is, I'm not gonna say it's a religious book, um, but it is it is a faith-based book. Um, and it talks about, and it, it teaches you that there's a reason you're here on this planet. Um, and some people figure out what that reason is early in their lives, and some people figure out too late uh, and then the rest of us figure it out somewhere along the way. Uh, and I would say that I was lucky or blessed, whichever one you prefer to say, that I figured out what my purpose was uh, relatively early in my career. Uh, and, uh, and I've been trying to fulfill that purpose my whole life. Nice. Yeah. 
I was going to jump here and just quickly say that Randy raised a really great point there that I was going to jump in with, um, with promoting with school praise. Um, my co-founder and I are actually both religious. So a lot of what we did for our core values and our founding we were putting it together was kind of based on those those practices as well, too. Um, Randy, we had a lot of discussions about the purpose of life, actually. Um, listening together and yeah, I think it's a good foundation as well. It feels to me um, I love the word clearly, or else why would we be talking about it? But the, the fact that purpose can be religious, non-religious, um, from youth, from from later on in life, um, I it's almost like a universal thing. But I think it starts with wanting to have more than you. Do you think that's that's innate? And how someone's raised, or do they come to it? Where, where does the drive for purpose come from? Do you think, Charles? Yeah, I would say the drive for purpose, in my opinion, comes from um, answers. I think inherently, as you know, people people like to have answers, you know, to their questions. They like to be knowledgeable. They like to not have any mystery about what it is. So, you know, if you're doing something and you don't feel any purpose or passion behind it you inherently ask yourself, okay, where can I find myself that purpose my passion? There's something, even if it's not, you know, at the top of your mind, there's something in the back of your head that's saying, you know, whatever I'm doing right now is not what I want to do. That's why people switch jobs, people switch everything in the world, right? So um, I think that drive comes from the desire to have that fulfillment and that understanding of okay, why am I here on, on, a, on a deeper level. Brooke, yeah. thoughts? Yeah, I was going to say um, that... I think everyone has a drive to make an impact on in this world, on this planet. Uh, we may not call it that, we may not know that, but then a combination of factors kick in. So nature, nurture, life, all those things happen. And so it, it comes from a lot of different places, but we want to make an impact. And then from there, we look at our surroundings, our environment, and some of us are encouraged to really draw that out and, and bring that to fruition. And some of us aren't. We, it's just not part of you know our family structure or how we're raised. But the drive and the desire to make an impact doesn't go away. So um, you, we have all, all of us on the call, have probably found ourselves in situations where we really felt like our purpose has been cultivated by others around us and we've probably found ourselves in situations where we felt like no one's asking me purpose around here it's being sort of trampled on or tamped down and both are good learning experiences if you're in an environment where it's being drawn from you that's a wonderful experience and it can really help you create your purpose and if you're in an environment that's not so conducive that also can be a learning experience because you can say yes to this no to that and every little life experience that you have can help you decide what you want more of and what you want less of which helps us carve out what our purpose could be so i think it's a combination of nature and nurture but it comes from an innate desire to make an impact in the world i completely agree with you and then we do have david roberts's ears must have been burning uh, he says we all have a unique purpose or reason. I, we all agree. We're just going to sit here agreeing or we just keep talking. Um, Randy, what about you? Where do you think the drive comes from? 
Oh, well, I was thinking while the other two were talking, which is unique for me. I'm usually talking. But I think I was in a nurturing environment from the early years, but it wasn't my family. Um, if anything, my family was the opposite of a nurturing environment. It was my school back in my day. I'm a little older than all three of you. Uh, they usually actually have things called advanced classes, uh, and you were in a program where you were that. fed, um, you know, really interesting things if you wanted to. Uh, and that was very nurturing to me. It gave me a nurture for science and got mathematics and language and all the rest of those things. And something in my head, I'm, I'll, you know, I'm going to the religion thing, but something in my head said, you know, you got to do something with all this stuff. You know, there's a reason for your life. Uh, again, back to the purpose-driven life, which I did participate in fairly early in my religious experience. Um, so I think. It can be nurtured externally, it can be taught, or it can be innate from higher, let's say, higher powers or other environments. Or maybe all of the above. All of the I agree. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. A little because, bit here, a little bit there. Yeah. Well, the more you know, the more you know, right? Right. Um, we, we had someone on, I think it was Amanda who was on a couple weeks ago said, there are people that help you, there are people who hurt you, and there are people who get in your way. Yeah. And knowing the difference <laughs> between them, it, this was a few weeks ago and it's just like stuck there. Um, knowing the difference, I think is what makes a huge difference. So you can, you can keep your path. Um, I think. Uh, people sometimes encourage you in the wrong direction um, or discourage you from the right one. Or totally and, distract you. Or totally yeah. distract you. Well, and I've got, so my, my TEDx talk is the magic of your motto. So I think of motto as in a short form of your mission, as in if you know what you're all about, that is your, your guidepost. That's the compass. Um, what other things can people do learn no in order to stay true to their to their uh, their purpose Brooke? well i think the first step is getting it in writing in any way shape or form um even if it if you feel like oh i don't like it like that or it needs wordsmithing just get it down somewhere or at least the elements of it um, because that then gives you some guideposts um, with it in whatever form it's in um, as things come at you, as life does, you can go, oh, yes, no, not sure, because I have my purpose here to be my backbone or my guiding um, light in terms of what I say yes to, what I engage in, what I'm drawn to, and what I want my commitments to be. So in any way, shape, or form, I guess is what I would say, is to get down the elements. Um, you might want to start with that superpower or that gift question and just write some thoughts down or maybe ask others um, in your in your family or friends uh, what they think and then noting that so you have it as your baseline um, and then it really can help you decide like I said what you gravitate towards and what you sometimes need to say no to because it is not in line with your purpose so I think that's a good starting point I am we're, we're like this Brooke I am I'm totally with you on that because I having it down and it can change as we've already discussed, sure. but 
but knowing it and having it in front of you, one day you won't need the reminder. Exactly. And Charles, what do you think? Yeah, I think breaking it down to its core functions, I would say, is something to note here as well, too. You know, the example that's kind of ringing in my head right now is, you know, when I was younger, a little bit younger, I was I wanted to be a fireman, you know, when I was in elementary school. <laughs> Um, and I think it's probably a common thing. A lot of kids, they want to be a fireman, policeman, they want to be whatever. You must have been born in Brooklyn. <laughs> New Jersey, New Jersey. Oh, there you go. Brooklyn. Close enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was right up the street from a firehouse as well, too. So I was <laughs> school. But, um, but yeah, it was like, you know, I wanted to be a fireman. But, you know, over the years, I kind of broke that down. I was like, okay, why would, do I want to be a fireman? Right? I think that's rooted in the idea of helping people, right? You know, so I think breaking down, you know, things like that to its core functions can sometimes give you a little more clarity. You know, I want to do this. Okay, yes, this is kind of the stated thing that I want to do, but what's the level below that? What's deeper? What's the real reason why? Is it for helping people? Is it for, you know, creating communities, whatever it is, right? And I think kind of the other half of that too, you know, along with purpose is kind of finding the avenue that's necessary to do it. Um, kind of on the topic you were saying a little bit earlier, Deb, about kind of mottos and quotes and everything like that. You know, one of my favorite quotes is, you know, a vision without execution is just a hallucination, right? You know, if you don't have a, a, a vision without execution is a hallucination, right? You know, if you don't have a way of kind of putting it together or anything like that, if it's just staying in your head, it's not going to go anywhere. So I think kind of having those things. Like that. Good. What is the, you know, a goal without a plan is a walk. I like this too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All similar, definitely similar themes. Yeah, but but I I've never heard it put that way before. So that that's pretty awesome. <laughs> so what do you think, Randy? Well, I I was there's so many good things here that's being said by Brooke and Kurt and Charles, uh, but I was thinking while they were talking. When I first started out, I mean, I was pretty lucky. As I said, you know, I was in advanced class in high school and started my own lawn business and cleaning swimming pools and stuff like that. And when I started, I got a Grumman scholarship, so I had great jobs at Grumman Aerospace, and I really thought I had all the answers. Um, but I guess I got a bit of maturity. Something happened. I don't know what that thing was, but as Dave Roberts likes to say, Randy has all the right questions. Uh, and I found that uh, to be successful in my business, which is turning around businesses. I don't walk in, and in fact, I'll tell you just a quick story, if I may. I, I took over a company, I called everybody together in the cafeteria, and everybody was noisy, and there was nobody to introduce me. And so I had this big day timer that I carried around all the time. So I dropped the day timer on the, on the cafeteria table. That shut everybody up. And I introduced myself, I am Randy Staybook, I'm your new VPGM. Um, and I picked up the book, and I said, the answers to all of the problems that we have in this division are not in this book. And then I paused and they said, they're in this room. And my job is to ask the right questions so that you folks can help us all answer them. And that has become my motto, my whole career from that point on. Uh, I, I, I'll never, I won't say I've lost all my ego, um, but I realized that I can't do it alone. I need the help of all those people that I'm in charge of. Uh, and I can say that all but one of my assignments were successful. That's so cool. So you can't you can't find the answers all by yourself, but you also need to know the right questions, right? Absolutely. Yeah. And sometimes that's harder than just telling everybody what the answer is, that you think mm -hmm. the answer is. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, okay, Charles Brooke, you don't have to fight over who wants to talk first. Charles, go. <laughs> um, I mean, I don't have any uh, further thoughts kind of beyond that, but I think I really like what, what Randy was kind of saying there about you know, putting it together and everything. I think uh, in my own life, it's definitely been a bit of a path to figure out what that purpose was and everything like that. I think it's taken time, many iterations. And I think the real thing that I really wanted to kind of hone in on there is the fact that, you know, you're not going to succeed by yourself. I think, you know, you need to have that purpose, have that execution also jointed with people that can support you, you know, your team. Exactly. A life is a team sport is a great way of putting it where, you know, no one has ever kind of made it to the pinnacle of what they wanted to do or made it to their overall purpose or their overall goal, you know, by themselves, you know, they were supported by their friends, their family, their mentors, everything in between. So I think finding those along the way is also helpful. I love where this conversation is going because A, it ties into my happy place, which we all know by now, but B, one of the big things, and I think I said at the top of the show, is you can't reach your goals on your own. So knowing the, who you are and going into situations where you can meet the people who can elevate you, where you can learn the things that are going, going to bring you to the next level is a huge part of what I'm all about. But it starts with you, knowing thyself and then bringing other people. Thank you, David Roberts, for Life as a Team Sport. Bringing the trusted advisors onto your team so everyone can succeed. And I probably asked this before, but I'm going to ask it again. Um, what is your purpose and in what ways do you share that with the world? Charles? Yeah, I would say the most succinct way I could feel like, you know, what I think my purpose is at least is to help people get something that they wouldn't be able to get otherwise. I want to say it's kind of the best way that I can put it, um, that I've done vicariously kind of through the work that I've done with praise and other facets of my life where, you know, kind of like how I was saying a little bit earlier, where I want to be able to be in a position where I can help people achieve the things, attain the goals, everything like that they couldn't have done otherwise. Um, kind of looking back again to very early on when I was kind of figuring out all this purpose stuff and everything. Um, you know, a few years ago, I was thinking, okay, what do I want the vehicle of my purpose to be, right? Do I want to be a, uh, a pastor, a politician, a motivational speaker? You know, what is the avenue? What is the path that that's going to lead me to, right? You know, doing consulting a little bit, all that stuff, trying to figure out, okay, what is the, the actual path that I'm going to pick? Um, but I think overall, you know, at its kind of root base, you know, that one level deeper, uh, overall, it's just about helping people, you know, get to their goals, I would say, pretty much is what I feel like my purpose is, helping people out on, on a very broad level. Nice. I, I feel like you should have gold stars for that. So gold stars, <laughs> thumbs up. Use the word goal in a sentence. All right. Randy, what about you? Well, it's interesting you asked that question because I would say prior to this meeting, um, I don't think I had a written or stated purpose. Um, You're welcome. I, I've been very successful, obviously. but um, So I wrote down, I think that my purpose is to change the world one business at a time. Love and that's that. what I've been doing my whole career. It's very, um, it's a great skill to have to right, be able that. to help people elevate their business so they're, not only their lives are going to be better, but the people who work for them. So and the world, in right. general. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for motivating my brain. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. <laughs> Oh, the benefit. Dave Roberts being... will be happy with that. 
process works, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's why I love having these conversations. When I started the show, I think I did two episodes, just me talking. They were very short episodes. Then I started doing one-on-ones. And then the end of 2020, I put a group of people together and I said, you know what? This is fun. Um, Because you all get to meet each other and your communities. It's another way of, of doing that elevation. Uh, Brooke, you did not get to answer the question. That's not okay. What is your purpose? Yes, thank you. I was hoping you'd come back to me. Um, so yeah, I actually have a version of my purpose written right over here that I can see oh, it. Um, and I make the world a better place for leaders at all levels. Um, and I, in saying that, I wanted to circle back to something that Randy said earlier about listening. And one of my seven skills in my program is curiosity. And I think so much of the time um, we've, you know, we've conflated leadership with a title or a position. And really, if we can put our listening ears on and we can pay attention to our environment, we will find seeds of our purpose. And so that's why that's, you know, curiosity, um, which is related, obviously, to listening, asking those good questions, paying attention to your environment, what's going on, to others in your midst, can really not only help you develop your personal leadership skills, but it can help move you closer to developing your purpose. Um, right. Because you're you're curious, you're interested in hearing from others, learning from others, um, and seeing all the things that the world has to offer. And then where you can overlay your gifts with what excites you in the world. And when you ask the questions, you got to be prepared to listen to the answers. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's not just, a, whew, I got the question out. Now I can yeah. think of my next one. Oh, look, one. they love me. I ask questions. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the audience. Move, next question. Yes, but you learn so much from each other. And I, right. you know, Absolutely. I think um, we, we, as we, go through our careers and spend more time in the work environment, we think we have to know everything. Um, That term being the smartest person in the room is one of those terms that kind of always makes me think. Um, Being the smartest person in the room means, yes, you have things to share, but you also have things to learn from others. If I may tell a quick story. Uh, When I was dating my wife, she lived on a canal in Long Beach, uh, New York. And uh, her boss lived across the canal. And I knew him. I was, he invited me over for a beer one day and he gave me a lecture about, you know, being a good boss and all the rest of that. And so many of the things that we've talked about today, uh, he, he, he taught me, I actually listened and absorbed it. He taught me that I can't be the guy that has all the answers. I can't try to run everything on my own. I've got to listen. I've got to build the team. And, it, and God willing, it sunk in. And it really was a life-changing moment for me. I still have flaws, by the way. Oh, we, we all thank do. You. We all, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably seeing some of them here. But what I was going to say is I loved uh, Charles, Charles's fire, fireman story. And then, okay, what is, what is the impetus behind it? What is that? Oh, I want to help people. Mm-hmm. Um, and Randy... Again, you answer the question before I asked it, which is what's what is some of what's a good story that really exemplifies, you know, finding your purpose and the things. So I wanted to throw the question over to Brooke. Do you have a nice origin story of of a, a how you discovered 
that this was your purpose? Yes, and it's probably longer than two minutes, but I'll try to make it short. Um, before I started my consulting practice, I was doing what most people do, um, trying to climb the ladder in the organizations that I was working in. Um, and I got to a place that I thought was the pinnacle of my success, only to find that the view from the top of that ladder wasn't all it was cracked up to be. Right. And um, I was given an opportunity to go out and do my own thing. Um, everything aligned, not in the most positive way. Sometimes we have to go through these hard experiences to come out um, in a good place, but to really examine, you know, I thought this was the route I had always thought that I wanted to take. Um, and so I had to do some self-discovery, self-examination, but it actually put me on the path to doing what I do now. And I didn't know that my purpose was um, you know, ma making the better, the world a better place for leaders um, until recently, really. Um, I've always done leadership development and management development, but it's something that really uh, through, like carving a sculpture you have the block and then you take a little bit off and then something emerges that's really what what happened for me but only after some life experiences that again helped me realize no to this yes to this and accumulating those life experiences to get to that place and where i am now great story and good for you for for taking for taking the opportunity whether you wanted it or not and turning it into the life that you have because it's and, and so we've we've got um david chiming in again he does his warrior versus zombie you know what is your journey um if you're the smartest person in the room you're in the wrong room every yeah. human interaction is a learning opportunity i completely completely agree with that one. And, and as you're talking, I'm like, oh, yes, you all could have been on the paying it forward or the leadership, any or soft skills conversations. Um, and I think I went back and forth with Brooke a couple times. I said, okay, these are the topics coming up. Oh, I could talk about all of them, but I love this one. You know, knowing your strengths and the things that light you up, I think is the other part of purpose. If you're happy doing the thing that you love, then good you are definitely doing the right thing and a huge thing so my book your goal guide is to help people who are facing change by choice or by circumstance so basically for the situation that you had brooke so many people are living these miserable lives and they don't see a way out of it right. um how do they get out of it i know Let's make it a really easy question. For people who do not yet know their purpose, what recommendations, and I love the whole idea of writing it down, but for developing that purpose, what sort of little, I guess, hope things, you know, because isn't that why we change our lives for hope? Things will be better. What sort of um, things can people do to really hone in on that? And I'm gonna start with you, Brooke. Well, I think what comes to mind first is, um, you know, small steps. I finish virtually every workshop with a one small step um, because often you go to a workshop or you do something like figuring out my purpose and you're like, I'm so overwhelmed, I can't do anything. So um, if you take one small step and you time bound it um, and you say, I'm going to, I'm going to, 
answer the question, what are my superpowers by next Monday? Um, that is that is a step in the right direction. Um, so I either say small step or tiny tweaks, but I think it is breaking it down into baby steps. Um, and each one of those, when you put them together, when down the line, when you're looking back at this, you're gonna be, it started with that small step. And then I found another and another surfaced and another I was able to uncover. So in summary, I would say, start with something small and do it today. Agreed. Yeah. The, the last thing you said is probably the key. Do it yeah. today. Yeah. Don't hesitate. Mm -hmm. I love that so much. Uh, Randy, what do you think? I, I got two things. I said, one, I think, is you have to have, you have to want to change. You have to be committed to it. You really have to be burning. You've got to say to yourself, I'm stuck here, and I don't want to be stuck here. All right. And then I would say that the second thing is find a mentor. Um, or a buddy. I mean, the only reason I don't start with the buddy thing is because you can have a friend that could actually do you more harm than good. Um, but you know people in your environment, church, in your school, in your community, people that you admire and ask them if they could help you. Uh, and that relationship can really nurture a fire inside you to get moving. And also, they can lead you to others' resources. Absolutely. Community is, it's so underutilized, but you have to utilize it in the right way. Right. Yeah. So right. I love it. I love that you made that distinction. And I'm also going to put in the chat, you can, now if you just need um, goal setting accountability and community, okay, just, um, you could join my Facebook group where every day I lead with a prompt designed to help you announce what you're working on but also be in a community of people who want to cheer you on. Yeah. So commercial over. Charles. Yeah, I was going to yeah, I was going to jump in quickly uh, just off of the point that, uh, that Brooke mentioned a second ago. I was reading this book a couple years ago. It was called um, The One Thing. It's by Gary Keller. So pretty much to make a long story short, it's about what's that one thing you can do every day that will kind of advance you along your goals, which I think complements the point that Brooke is making very well. Um, and I think coupled with what Brooke and Randy were saying here on top of that, I would say, you know, looping back to what I was saying earlier, finding that root of what you're interested in, right? You know, what do you like? You know, why do you like it, right? I think starting with the why is is, is a really important thing. You know, I think there's a really great TED talk that you can find on YouTube that kind of jumps into starting with the why about everything that you do. You know, you want to do this. Why do you want to do it? You know, do you want to help people? Why do you want to help people? All those things, taking the time to dive into it. And I think, you know, beyond that, um, the most, you know, pointed piece of advice I would give is, just, you know, setting aside time just to think about the purpose and your goals. I think it's, you know, not stated enough how beneficial it is just to stop and just reflect and think on, you know, what the past week was like, the past six months, the past year, the past six years, you know, how are all these things formulating where I want to go from a purpose and a goal point of view, taking time to reflect on where you actually want to be, you know, I think taking that time to think is, you know, super important. I really like that you said, take time to think, um, whether it's meditating or <clears throat> while you're like doing dishes, you know, you don't always have to be connected. This is why I love cooking because you can't cook and be on your computer phone device at the same time. Uh, just make sure you're not always thinking because if you're always thinking then it's cheating. 
So <laughs> we need to do a little bit of one from each column of this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Lisa Danforth is the one thing coach. Lisa was on Goal Chat Live a few weeks ago. Um, and I'm going to be on her show, I think, in a couple of weeks. I've committed to getting up at 7 a.m. Pacific time just because you are awesome, Lisa. So, And thank you for all of the wonderful shout outs, David. We appreciate you being involved in the conversation in chat. And if you're watching live or the replay or listening, please chime in. Um, let us know what your purpose is and what you do to help others. Because I think when you when you have, it's not just about who you are and what you do, but it's the helping part that really makes it go, right? Yes. So at this point, I love it, and you've kind of done this already, but I'm gonna make you do it again in a different way, of course, is I'd love for you all to gift a goal to, our audience, something that they can do. And I usually say today, tomorrow, next week, but because of what you are talking about, I'm going to say gift a goal that they can do today to find their purpose and or move forward in making their world better and in turn the world a better place for others. So Randy, do you have a goal you would like to well, gift? I say that, um, there's an expression that I like to use. It says, if you don't know where you're going, any old road will get you there. Right. So I think, you know, you don't have to have a perfect goal. You just have to have one goal, one step, one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind, that kind of thing. Just, just, just wherever you are in your life, in your career, just sit and think for five minutes about how could my life be better? What, you know, what one goal? would make me feel bad and then write that goal down and then wake up tomorrow morning and start thinking of, okay, how can I achieve that goal? One step at a time. Okay. Again, with the thinking, which is good as long as it's followed by the doing. Absolutely. <laughs> that's okay. why I said you got to wake up the next morning and you got to come up with steps. Okay. I'm all about the, roadmap as it were oh good point yep as that is my subtitle a roadmap for setting planning and achieving your goals yes pick a goal that you think will make you feel better be happy lead a more fulfilled life and it can be anything it doesn't have to be a big thing i love right. that you said that start small um that's awesome so charles what goal would you like to gift? Yeah, I would say the goal I would say is to be bold, right? Um, I think, you know, something I was going to mention a little bit earlier was, you know, this other idea that, you know, you're the average of, you know, the people that you speak with and the people that you talk to on a you know, fairly regular basis. But I would say to anyone out there who's listening to kind of be bold and, you know, go out and talk to people and kind of determine where they're coming from. What are their goals? You know, what is one burning question that you have that you've been meaning to ask someone? whether it's about your own passions, what you are interested about, that maybe they can tell you more about that they know of, right? You know, something I started doing recently was just talking to some of my close friends about, you know, things that I don't know about, things that I want to know more about that I'm passionate about as a way to just get the conversation started, right? 
you know, they say once you like read something, you know, talk about something and listen to something, you know, you're able to kind of retain a little bit better. So, you know, just being bold about that and not being scared to kind of take that first step as we were discussing earlier, you know, determine, okay, you know, the only way I'm going to figure out what my passion and my purpose is, is by putting myself out there to have those conversations. So my one bit of a goal setting advice would be to tell yourself to be bold when you're doing anything pretty much. I like that. I like it too, because you know, when you don't ask, the, the answer is always no or it's silence. But not just to ask any questions, ask those bold questions. Yeah. Yeah. Well, too often in life, we're timid. Oh, I haven't yeah. been called that in a what while. What if I'm wrong? What if they don't like me? You know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. If yeah. you're born with an ego, you don't worry about that. <laughs> So, Brooke, what goal do you have to gift? Well, it's kind of a variation on the theme that we've been hearing for the last 45 minutes, but there's kind of two parts. Um, I love the be bold. And on that note, asking yourself a very simple question. What do I love? Just a simple question. What lights me up? So that comes from within here. And then the other piece I'll add, if I may, is there's always going to be something that you'll say, I'll wait till that has happened or that has happened before. Uh, I need this to happen before I can figure out my purpose. Right. Um, I'm working with a team right now that's waiting for an org announcement. I'll, I'll do my purpose when I know what's going to happen with my job. Well, you can do that, but you can also figure out your purpose now so that you are in the driver's seat for right. whatever that announcement is. It impacts you less because right. you've already set the course for acting on your purpose in your current job or wherever the next job um, might take right. you. Good point, Brooke. I love that. So what I wrote was, ask yourself, what do I love? What lights me up? Mm -hmm. And stop waiting yes. to figure out right. what's next for you. Excellent. This is, this is such a great conversation. I'm going to throw in a curveball. I would love um you all to share a goal that you're working towards brooke do you have a goal that you're comfortable sharing yes um i am uh, one of my main goals is is kind of happening right now but to be on more programs like this um in more engaging conversations where i can talk about meaningful topics and personal leadership. So I have set a goal for myself to um, engage in conversations like this. And this is the first small step, as I mentioned earlier, in the bigger picture. So awesome. you're One welcome. So thank you. Right? <laughs> that's amazing. Well, I'm so happy to be able to help you with that. And me too. I'm thrilled that, that we found this wonderful topic to have you join, join in on. Randy, what is your goal for one of them? Well, I would say, you know, not to brag, but I've had a pretty successful life and I've done a lot of things that I'm very happy with. But my goal now is to be a better Christian. And I'm struggling with it because I think I am a pretty good Christian. But I think I could be better. Um, and I don't know how many more years I got left on this planet, uh, but I want to make it count, I guess would be the way I'll do it. 
a very, very good goal. Make, make the time count because you right. don't know. Right. Love it. And Charles, what is a goal for you? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, I think we talked about this a little bit when we first met Deb, but um, I like to do themes every year. You know, like I think a couple years ago was physical health. Last year was mental health. So um, this year is my year of eating. Um, so pretty much I would say the overall goal, I would say, is to be intentional about what I'm doing. I want to inject more intentionality into my all my actions. Um, but in terms of how it's materialized, at least for this year into a goal, is um, I bought myself a little book. So I made out a theme year. So this year is the theme of eating. So my goal was to, you know, kind of do more cooking at home, you know, when I'm going out to eat, you know, kind of taking the healthier option, you know, by the end of the year, being able to just cook a meal for myself all seven days of the week, pretty much was uh, my overall goal for this year. But, you know, the inject answer would be um, to be more intentional about the actions that I'm taking, I would say. I love that you mentioned food. I don't think I've gone this long in a conversation without bringing it up myself. So yay. I've turned into a bit of a foodie, honestly, over the past couple of months. So yeah. That's fantastic. Well, and it's nurturing your inside, the literal, right? You right. can't just be, it's you can't connected. just be nurturing your mind right. all the time. Right. That's right. Your body's got to support that mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This has been such a fantastic conversation, friends. Where can people learn more about you, Charles? Yeah, so um, to learn more about, you know, kind of the nonprofit that my co-founder and I have been working on, um, the website is praiseproject.org. Lovely, it's up right there perfectly. Um, also available to be followed on, you know, LinkedIn and everything like that. If people wanted to talk more about kind of the work that I'm doing or just generally chat otherwise. As you can tell, I, I love talking to people all days of the, of the week and everything like that. So you um, can learn more about you there pretty much. Fantastic. And Randy, where can people learn more about you? Well, if you want to just learn a little bit about me, you can go to LinkedIn. I've got a pretty comprehensive uh, bio on LinkedIn. Uh, but if you want to have a chat, just send me an email at randy at sablik.net. Um, and just when you send it, um, please tell me, uh, well, that's that's my website, I think, what you just put up. Uh, tell me why, you know, tell me how you found out about me and why you want to have a conversation so I don't think it's just junk mail. And I will respond. Well, leave a note that you met met on Gold Chat Live. I, I like that. Okay. Fantastic. And so, Brooke, where can yep. people learn more about you? You can find more about me on my website, which is insightpartner with no s dot com. And it's on the screen right now. And I'd love to meet you. So meetwithbrooknow.com is how we can set up a time to talk. Ooh. That's nice. Okay, can and I will. Send, can you send us contact info for each other's? Well, I absolutely will. I think I, I um, I you should all be on the same um, calendar link. But when I send you the links to the replays, you will all be on okay, the same email. And then the other thing I will add is, so if you go to thedevmethod.com slash blog, you can watch the replay, read through the high points, and get the links to where to connect with all of these amazing people. Um, I am at the Deb Method everywhere. Um, and you can also grab a copy of your goal guide, a roadmap for setting, planning, and achieving your goals um, at your favorite place to buy books. Uh, but for any regular, 
for a regular dose of conversation and inspiration, uh, please follow me at the Deb Method everywhere. Uh, yeah, and the other thing is that I will put in the recap is links to everybody's LinkedIn because that really is the, the first point of connection. So I will be sure to share all that information. I said it was gonna be a jam-packed, purposeful conversation about purpose, and boy, was I right. I uh, thank you so much, Randy, Charles, and Brooke, uh, for spending time with us today. Um, can you please leave us all with just a final thought? Randy, I know you wanna go first. You know me well already. Um, I, I'm just going to steal from, I guess it's the Marines. You can be all, all you want to be. Oh, if you're stealing from the Marines, it's the all you can be. So let's all you not. can be. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> what about I don't you? like being corrected. <laughs> Makes me a better person. You are welcome. Uh, Charles, what final thought do you want to leave people with today? Uh, I guess my final thought would be try to become, you know, 1% better every day. Try to do something every day that'll make yourself better or just think about things differently or whatever. Move forward. That's Great. good. Love it. And Brooke, what is your final thought? Yes, um, thank you. So my final thought is you are already a leader. It's already inside you. You don't need to follow someone um, or you don't need to manage people to be one. Um, so look inside, pay attention, use all the tips that everyone shared um, on this call today. And that's how you'll find the leader that's already within. Just think of Thomas Edison and Henry Ford. They were leaders and they kind of did all of it by themselves. And plus one to that, and imagine a world where we're all leading from within. Just just think about that for a minute, where everyone is a fully formed leader and Great. what that could free us of and enable us to do. Amen. Thank you, bro. Yeah. We're, we're all like the main, we're all like, we are all the main characters in our own life. Right. So basically start acting like it. Right. right. Oh, good. <laughs> I like that. You need to coin that one. Thank you so much again, Randy, Charles, and Brooke for a wonderful conversation on purpose. Uh, thank you all for tuning in and choosing yourself and your goals to learn more about how you can lead a better, more fulfilled life. Um, and have a great week, everyone. Go on out there, go for it, because we know you can do it. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.